0: Okay, we wanted to take a moment after the adventure was over to talk about what we thought about the adventure, favorite parts uh, of the adventure as it was written, uh, things that we enjoyed about the experience, and things that we are learning about these new characters. Obviously, it's a bit of an adjustment, so let's let's start with the
1: adventure itself. What kinds of things did we like about the adventure? For me, I really just like the whole concept of just really reading. I I read through the adventure module and then I just started imagining how the adventure would go after this, um, the whole story and what the characters would have to do in order to find this, um, this wizard cast to drift upon the multiverse. And I just thought that it's really neat. It
2: almost seems like some of the best parts of the adventure would come after where we ended.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Kind of makes me want to then go on and
3: play the larger story.
0: Right, yeah. So it makes me wonder what else is in store for this particular module.
3: I love how we still don't quite know what pulled us into the water. I mean, it could have been the lizard thing, but we still aren't 100% sure. So there might be something else further down that maybe slipped past somewhere. Yeah, that's true. We don't know how we why why we were brought in there or by whom. That and also just the fact that we had to make a lot of moral decisions. Like I was not prepared to have to choose between brothers, one of which did not speak. Uh I thought that we could kind of play it off and like protect both of them, but apparently that's not how that works.
0: Yeah, that's tough. I've heard other dungeon masters say that what they like most is to give players choices where there is no good mm-hmm.
1: decision to be made. Because that yeah. really adds some depth to a game. Also really makes them talk a bit and really just makes you feel satisfied because you're like, ooh hoo, I just threw my players a real a real um purple. That's that's what I was looking for.
3: And it kind of shows you how each character thinks because if once they figure it out, neither neither of the decisions are gonna end well. You have you see how they play it out, how they figure it out, what they want to do, what they end up doing. It's just like a whole process. Yeah, I
0: thought I had an answer in pretending to kill the one and trying to fool the blind one.
2: Yeah, that never panned out, did it? No, it, it never didn't went because, that way.
0: because the dungeon master told us that the dragon knew.
2: Oh or,
1: no, no. Um I was more trying to prove the point that Uh, Blop was able to see even through even even through materials and whatnot. Because then
3: I said, "You can see through walls," and he said, "There are walls." Yeah, Um, yeah, but that was—I mean—that was a good idea,
2: a a way to try and get around having to make a tough choice. But Yeah. um, yeah,
1: yeah, I was also trying to think about what the players could possibly try and do to try and. I uh, cheat the system a bit, and as much as I think that would that would have been really cool, I did definitely want to make you guys have to choose.
4: Mm. Uh. I liked the um, seemingly at least I know it's kind of soon, but seemingly the the mirror theme. I mean, we walked in the library, we got the mirrors, but now we have this hallway of mirrors that seem to be portals. I thought that was kind of cool. I also liked the mechanical dragon.
2: Yeah, because mm-hmm. now it's like,
4: okay, are we in a, we- a realm that's like steampunk? You know, do we do yeah. we have machines? I because normally we don't have. Machine dragons, but this one had gears and everything else. So I'm like, okay, so now we got a little bit of technology here that we might be able to explore later on. Um, so I, I like that. I like that. Um, as far as my character's concerned, he is nothing like Womber Bash. <laughs> and uh, and I I thought it was difficult coming into this without knowing the party. Like we were already a party. We already started the adventure. Right. I had no idea who you were, right? What your characters were like. So that was. Confusing for me, yeah, yeah, and I didn't even know myself because I had just created this character and didn't have time to really assume Tier Tiermeister's uh you know identity, so to speak. Yeah. So it was it was I it felt the, the beginning felt awkward to me, but only for that reason, not necessarily because of the, the module or the performance of right, the DM. right, was just, just kind of
2: having to be plopped down in the middle of a story and yeah. the middle of a setting. That's just kind of the nature of it. Yeah. You know, you just have to sort of play it as if you all know each other and yeah. you have to assume some things. So that was definitely a little bit awkward. Um, but but like you said, Michael, not not no one's fault. It just it just is awkward. Yeah, I mean, and it, get, it was
4: weird for me to have you play not Tira. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it was yeah. weird I, for
2: me to play and not weird, Tira. Cause...
1: It was
4: weird to play with Rhett versus <laughs> yeah. it
1: was weird for me to be dungeon master. Yeah. Yeah. The sake. I, I do I,
2: think that Rhett's um dungeon mastering bleeds over into your style of playing. You sounded very dungeon mastery at the very uh, at the beginning. Like the way when you were describing the way that you were gonna do things, I'm like, are you playing or are you DMing? <laughs> 'Cause it just
3: sounded the same. Is <laughs> it, the the style was very DM y. It's weird for me to sit at the table in general because I am not usually here, so
0: Yeah, well it was fun to have you here. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm just a sucker for puzzles. And mm. so the the mirrors and having to figure out, okay, three different kinds of magic, and thankfully we had enough spellcasters with a broad enough selection of spells that we could. Yeah, We were yeah, I was kind close. of wondering
1: about that. I, I also, the crevice that leads to the tunnel system is right there, and I feel like I should have outright stated, stated that instead of had it hidden behind bookshelves, because being honest, I did kind of want to make you guys go through the whole tunnel system because there's like three of the rooms you guys missed. Can I see the map?
0: Yeah, sure thing cuz
4: it was I mean, no, but I think you head. played it well because none of us really tried to look at anything more closely except for Yeah. Uh, she's the only one that kept Lear. So And
3: I rolled really poorly, I was so really that hoping did that not she, uh, go well.
4: <laughs> I was really hoping that she would roll enough.
3: I was only looking for metal things that I could nick, but it didn't work either way, so
4: uh, How did you guys like the poem? It was good. I well, oh, I think good. it was necessary. I think without the yeah. poem, we would have known really what to do with the mirrors. To yeah. Be with yeah, you. yeah.
1: Yeah. And so,
0: Meredith, what was it like playing not Tira?
2: It was frustrating for me because I didn't know this character at all. Yeah. and And not being familiar enough with Dungeons & Dragons as a game, like- you all have kind of played in other settings and in other campaigns and, and other characters. So you sort of have uh, a little bit of background knowledge and a broader base of knowledge about the game as a whole. Whereas I came into our, our ongoing game knowing nothing and have spent all my time building up knowledge of Tira and how her race and how her abilities work. And now this, this, I mean, Nothing about this character is anything the same as Tira, not the race, not the class, not the background, nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's completely new and I didn't have any idea how to play it. Yeah.
0: And I think that's okay because you are a new player and that's just part of the growth process. You try different things and you figure out what feels right and mm-hmm. what doesn't, and that's fine.
2: I picked this one because I wanted to I wanted to try out a character that had some inherent magic. To it, whereas Tira doesn't, um, she's not a magical, she's not a spell casting character.
0: So, what do you think of having? Well, I, you didn't really even I didn't use get any to spells. do much with yeah. it. The only
2: thing we did was when we cast the spells at the mirrors, just to to get them to undo or you know do whatever to get through that room. So, I, I don't think it was a, a true taste of a, a magical character for me. I I mean I, I didn't get to cast a spell really. I also didn't get to fight or do anything because by the time I ran into the room where um, Tiermeister was battling the troglodyte, yes, the troglodyte that was all done. I I ran in just in time and I was I was fixing the, and even like um, when we first came into the room with Blip and Bop Bop and what was it? Bip
1: and Blop. Bip
2: and Blop. When we first came into that room. My, I thought, okay, here I'm gonna, I'm gonna be all rangery. So I storm into the room and I see these characters jump up. I'm gonna pull up my bow and just kind of have it at the ready and say, "Who are you?" But then you s- described them then as being these feeble little guys. Who like, oh, hey, you're here! I was like, oh, okay, I probably that probably wouldn't be appropriate. I shouldn't do that. So. Oh, hi, hello. Yeah, no, I wasn't planning to just walk in and sh- shoot an arrow. I was planning to walk in and you know draw it and be like. Who are you? that probably yourself. scare them a little. Yeah, well, this is why I didn't do it.
4: <laughs> yeah, okay. I have something. Yeah, what's up? Whenever I've ever played, I always look at the stuff and I say, man, level one, like I can't do anything at level one and I can't wait to get to level two because there's something I'm looking forward to. And then I can't wait to get to level three and all these other things. But I think what I haven't realized is is it really allows you to grow into your character. So mm-hmm. I, I have a much, I have an appreciation now for starting at level one. And, and this is the first time I've ever had that appreciation because again, not playing the character and I'm already level two, I, I really need the time to understand who my character is. Yes, And I will tell you this, I actually think our game, our Vardalon and, and, and Womberbash has actually tainted me because the other game that we are currently playing, I'm playing a Mystic but a different Mystic, but I'm always comparing him back to Womberbash because I like that character so much and I like the story and I like where we've gone. And so, this is sort of the same way. I, I was like, all right, let me try something different. But I couldn't get away from magic because I, I need magic. Because I guess at this point, every character I've ever chosen has had a magical element at some degree. I was a sorcerer one time, and all this other stuff. So when I was choosing this character, I was like, all right, I got to have somebody that has a, a magical element because I'm used to casting some type of spells, and I see the advantage of having that. I, I looked at I looked at barbarian, for instance, and I'm like, yeah, wait a second, yeah there's no magic like no forget magic. that i'm not doing that one so you know i had a ch- I had, so i always looked at bard or or something um but yeah so uh it was that that those are my challenges with this with this but i guess it's become a challenge i guess for any other game at this point yeah yeah
3: um in previous games i have played characters that were chaotic neutral but never to this extent have i tried to really expound on that like really make it evident that my character just kind of does what she thinks is better for her like how I was constantly looking for something that I could take and possibly sell but I am kind of disappointed that we were only in this dungeon type situation because I didn't really get to go up and deal with people and like cuz I'm a charlatan so I would probably have more experience with getting people to buy stuff and taking things from people and pretending I'm someone who I'm definitely not and dressing up and being this character that probably isn't expected or just different in every situation. So maybe next time we play, hopefully I can do something more like that.
0: Yeah. What I'm hopeful of is that in the future, if again, if Scriv is okay with it, I'd like to see if she'd be all right with us playing through another one of her adventures with the same characters. That way we have a little continuity here. And then maybe get into a more urban setting where you have more people interact with different dynamic for where we're operating and what's going on.
4: For instance, one of the mirrors was a bazaar.
0: So yeah. if we could yeah. take the
4: portal, we can go right into there, and that would give you a very quick and easy segue into where you would be a little bit more yeah. comfortable. Mm-hmm. And
0: that could perhaps very easily get us to like the dirigible of dreams adventure that was there.
3: I just love how, from the moment that we got into a stable landing where we weren't being jostled around so much, the first thing you did was play to your character. You immediately just like started doing something that a bard would do. Like, you just as soon as you had the chance for whatever purpose, just pulled out your steel drum and just started playing. And I think that was just kind of funny.
4: Don't you have a mat? Don't you have an instrument that you?
3: Yeah, I have a bagpipe.
4: Oh, what? a bagpipe, interesting. <laughs> so
3: a tabaxi that plays a bagpipe. Yes.
4: Yep. Meow, I'm Scottish. <laughs> so we have we have three music <laughs> instrument players here in this room We do, uh... we do.
3: Man, I'm the odd one out. I don't have an instrument and I can't do magic.
4: Before we wrap this
0: up, I do want to say thank you again to Scriv for letting us use your module. It's been fun for us to get to know your work. And we want to thank you again for writing family-friendly content.
2: Yes, definitely.
0: Definitely. Thanks for letting me run
1: your adventure. It was a joy.
0: Well, again, Scriv, thank you so much for letting us live in your world for a little bit. We enjoyed the time. We had fun getting to know our characters and getting to know your world. We look forward to other opportunities, and we'd love to hear from you and from other stackers. What did you think? Did you like it? We certainly encourage you to go check out Scriv's website, ScrivTheBard.com. She has a section for her work. She is also available for custom adventures. So if you want somebody to write an adventure specifically for your party or for your world, contact her. Let her know that you're interested and it looks like she has very reasonable rates for that sort of work. And then you would have something specifically created for your playing group. It's well worth checking out, ScrivTheBard.com. That's all we have, and we want to thank you for joining us in the adventure as well as this recap of our experience and our thoughts. And we'll see you here again next time
1: at Stack of Dice. (laughs) 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 Meow, I'm Scottish.